1: for respect in my city I'm working hard for respect, yeah You think you got it, I got it for real You you got what I
2: got, uh, This one for those they forget in my city This one for those they forget, yeah This dog of the leash and it's ready to kill. kill Homie, go finish your mail I'm coming from uh, <laughs> yes! What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host here, Nick Dayas at the Lame shows so you can find me. My guy, making his return. Second time on the pod, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I think third. Really? Second solo. Oh, you Oh, you called! I remember oh, Yo yeah. dude, I keep forgetting about that. Nick Dunbar <laughs> in the building, my guy young Teddy in the
1: yo,
2: well, good. Uh, Isn't it uh isn't it much better doing a uh, in person over the phone? Absolutely. Yeah, these can't... new mics. Oh yeah. Shout out to Fire. Twitch gang, man. It's it's cool when you got some people that fuck with you and they go out their way to help support everything that you're doing. Um Beautiful everyone in thing. the Twitch community really helped out and got these mics. And it's cool. They're a lot more, like, laid back because yeah. the, the old mics, though the old mics are good, too. I don't want to sell them No, short. they weren't bad. They're like $150 mics. Yeah. These are, like, for 400 What are you going to do with the old mics? I have them still. I gave one to Josh because he's going to start streaming. Right, right, I was like, yo, bro, look, now I got I got these two. I got the mic that I stream with, and mm-hmm. then I got another two mics like that. Okay. I was like, yo, as you can see, the the Zoom recorder right now, it only got four ports. Mm-hmm. So I can only really run four mics. Okay. So I don't really need that other one. I was like, right. dude, for now, like, in the near future, I don't need it. And you're just starting up with your streaming shit. And he's already like, shout to Josh, man.
3: I missed the VM shit on the mic like that. That was dope last time. I felt like I was like...
2: uh. Oh, I have them. I just didn't put them... I just didn't put the... You're talking about the the cases, yeah, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. I feel like I'm like working for Channel 7 Eyewitness News or something when you hold that. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, the reason why I didn't have those <laughs> on these mics is because when... For, the, for those of you guys wondering, we're not recording this episode like visuals because fucking, I was telling you this before we started recording, bro, I'm like exhausted. Dude, I've done, this is my fifth show of the week and I got another one on Saturday and there's a lot of shit up on the Patreon right now, so cheap plug if you guys want to go listen to some of the extra shit, patreon.com slash veterans minimum, you can get the next three weeks of podcasts early before everyone else. But it's like I usually wear the VM merch and then I got this thing as a backdrop. Fire. And then like when I do the images Mm. and I do video clips, like I got a VM on there. And then I was like, yeah, if I put the VM thing, it's just being like a little extra. Nah, bro. Brand awareness? Yeah,
3: marketing, bro. It's it's the day and age we live in.
2: Everywhere. Can't get enough. So I told Josh, going back to that. I was like, dude, I don't I don't need the mic right now. So instead of you dropping $150 for it, just like hold it down. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've helped him course. set up his stream too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Yo, he'll get good use out of it. He'll uh He's filthy at 2K. Yeah, he's mad at a stud. 2K. Yeah. He's, stud. he's always been good at video yeah. games. Ask too. him who his favorite point guard is though. It's not me for yeah, sure, definitely <laughs> <been neat>. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even play it. I know, though. I know. Well, I yo, my first build was a point guard. I was a two way. Really? Slasher. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I thought he, it was just KD right away. Bro, I couldn't. I couldn't. You think I can't shoot now? I couldn't <laughs> it's shoot. Before.
3: Hysterical, bro. I couldn't shoot. Before. Every time you get on, that shit is a treat. It's so. Yo, funny.
2: it just, it just reminded me, dude. What you think? Uh, Josh is a big. I don't even know if I could say Redskins, but oops. Oh yeah he's, yeah, he's a Redskins fan, and and all that shit that's going on. What do you think about all that?
3: Um, I don't even know. I I saw there was an update today. There was a, posi- a, a position, a petition, a petition being signed. I, are they trying to revert? I don't know. I I don't even. I didn't even read it. I saw like a um it was like a little glimpse of it, it was like a little paragraph. I, I don't even know. I haven't really been following it. Do they have I know I heard the Braves I was watching um part of the interruption yesterday for about like 10 minutes. Uh the Braves were following suit. The Braves mm-hmm. were thinking about changing their team name as well. Um I don't know though. Like did they have any um ideas
2: of what they were going to change it to? What they want to do from what I've been told, and I know a beat writer who covers the Redskins. Ironically enough, going back to Josh, connected with him through Josh, mm-hmm. um, they want to try their best to keep skins. Okay, hog skins is is something because okay. like remember the the Washington back in the <clears throat> '70s and '80s, their offensive line were were like the hogs. That was like their nickname, right? Right, you know, like. Uh, um, the sack exchange for for the Jets, for the like jets that was like right. the nickname of that unit Purple People Eaters exactly the Vikings, so they right. wanted to they want to try to keep it that theme and
3: they always I always see fans wear the hog mm-hmm. when they go I don't know if you remember that old uh, NFL commercial it was we, like a Mastercard yeah, commercial and all,
2: all the fans would wear like the the pig the, nose the pig yes, nose yes yes, yes yes yeah exactly. so they want to try to keep it like that mm-hmm. um it's very you know this is this is the issue that I have just across the board to me. That term, it means nothing to me. Of course not. But it's not for me to decide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if people find that offensive,
3: it. I think also like if it, it if if it offends at least one person, I think it's enough to. Ch- I mean, eventually change it. It, it. To a certain extent, like if someone's gonna get offended off of that, whether it be like a Native American. But there's also
2: a historical context. Of course, behind of, course it. of course, of course, of course. You know, like like other slurs too out there it's like there's there's like historical data and 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 tragedy that has struck those people that have led to it right. being so offensive you know the day and age we live in if it offends a certain amount of people or just
3: even one person that's offended enough to like be outraged by it i mean i guess it, it's yeah. it's grounds
2: for you to change the name i tell <laughs> i used to say i hope one day i wake up and i'm trending on twitter Mm-hmm. In a good way. Because, like, yo, if you're, like, trending <laughs> worldwide, it's like, oh, shit, some dope shit happened. Right, right, right. But now, if you see your name trending, you're like, yeah. fuck, yeah, I'm canceled.
3: I was on Twitter. I, Twitter's my favorite social media app, by the yeah. way. Yeah. It, 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 I can't believe it's free. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. There was two things that I saw, because I usually do check trending out once in a while. One was the Lincoln Tunnel. Did you see what happened to the yeah. Lincoln Tunnel today? Yo, could you imagine? That's one of my biggest fears.
2: Yo, tell the people we were talking about though. Oh, sorry,
3: okay. So, uh, the Lincoln Tunnel, it connects... It connects New York to Jersey Mm. and it's all underwater, obviously. It's a tunnel. And there was a person parked under the tunnel. It was standstill traffic. And there was water leaking into the tunnel. They don't know where from. Obviously it was probably from the Hudson River. That's the bridge that it's built under. That's always the the river it's built. That's that's always (laughs)
2: what I want to jump into whenever I pay seven seven point eight K for someone on FanDuel. Yeah. Um,
3: and the water was slowly leaking into the tunnel and the person's there recording and it's like, I don't want to say slowly, it was rushing in. I mean, you could see the clip on it Twitter. It was flooding. Yeah, it was flooding in. So, I mean, do you stand there and record or do you leave your car parked and start running for the exit? I mean, like...
2: Well, you do it for clout. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Unfortunately,
3: but it, but it is. Because it started trending after that. But I mean, and how do you know if that slow leak turns into a bigger leak? You know, what if the, the walls start breaking in and it starts flooding? Yeah, that's a nightmare.
2: Uh- Yo, it's it's funny that, that we even bring this up because my worst experience in traffic ever has to do with the Lincoln Tunnel. Let me tie it into sports because I'm a professional. And I'm really good at what I do. Last game the Giants played at mm. Giants Stadium. They played the Panthers. This is uh, Matt Moore, Steve Smith, Jonathan Stewart. Oh, wow. It's the last home game at Giants Stadium. And I bring my buddy Mustafa. For his first football game, Moose. Yeah, you know what the score was at halftime? Say thirty-five nothing. Thirty-one nothing Panthers. Wow. It was the worst. Like <laughs> Steve Smith scored a touchdown and he broke his hand on that. Mm-hmm. And they and we were sitting. I it was probably the best seats I've ever sat at a football game. I was at the thirty-yard line behind the Panther bench, and I was like second row. Wow. And you could hear the, the crowd. Steve Smith turns around and goes. This bum ass, not gonna say it. Broke my shit and I still body bagged them cuz cuz Steve Smith catches a touchdown. I think the corner was Terrell Thomas. And he breaks his arm, scores the touchdown. He's like, "Yo, I broke my shit and I still put him in a body bag." This is when Steve Smith was doing like the ice up son, all yeah, that shit yeah, like crazy. This with Steve Smith. So we're leaving that game. The Giants and the Bluesling like by 40. It was it was horrible. Bro, we're leaving, and we're in the Lincoln Tunnel, and we're about maybe 100 yards from the exit. You know how, like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, as they say, literally like that. And there's a Greyhound bus probably, like, 50 yards ahead of us. And, like, it just swerves out of control. Its front two tires blew out. And, yo, it was, like, diagonal. Cause you know, you know the Lincoln Tunnel. It's only two lanes.
3: I was just gonna say that. So f- to explain to the people that don't know, it's only two lanes going in opposite directions. There's no other lane to go around. Yeah. So there's no way if a car breaks down, there's really no way to get into the tunnel to bring like a tow truck unless you come from the other direction.
2: Exactly. So that's exactly what happened, right? right? So they had to wait for everyone to clear out from the oncoming way, mm-hmm. and then they had to wait for the people that were coming in as we were going out. They had to make them all reverse, and it was diagonal. And the guys yeah. out the bus and he's like, "Yo, I feel so bad for this dude. He was like a, he was like in his like early sixties. People mm-hmm. are just violating him, bro. Yo, three and a half hours did not turn the car off. Damn, just chill. Yeah. So I mean, every time I go through the Lincoln Tunnel, I always think you about just that.
3: Just pray. And I mean, if you're claustrophobic too, because yeah. it's, it's it's only two lanes. It's literally a tunnel enclosed. Your closed enclosed area. It's
2: it's not it's not uh not pleasant. Man. Especially if there's water flooding in like that. Dude, so nowadays, if you see your name trending, it's like someone wants to cancel you, some wild shit popped up, resurfaced of you.
3: It's always, for me, like every time I see someone's name in trending, I hold my breath and I'm like, please be something good. Please be something good. Because it's all... all like, automatically you see someone's name and you're like, oh, shit, they, they definitely said something or they definitely did something wrong.
2: Dude, fucking the chick from Glee, Naya Rivera, Naya man, Rivera. just passed away. Yeah, um, that's so sad. About, like, six weeks after the wrestler, Shad Gaspar, Remember Crime Time back in the day?
3: I do. Yes, yes, yes. Shad yes, yes. Gaspar,
2: the, the 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 bigger one of them. Crime Time,
3: that's Umaga, right? Wasn't it Umaga? No, no, or-
2: Crime Time. Was JTG and Shad? They okay. had like a they had a big run with Cena too. Okay. So they they did a GoFundMe and John Cena. They were known as CTC Crime Time Cena, and they had like a main event run with him, and he was like really big on them. And also like Cena's mad like cultured too. Like he was, he's the one that really brought the the hip-hop into wrestling and he was doing his whole world life shit yo you know he yeah. has a he has a, a platinum album
3: no i didn't know that
2: <laughs> John they got a platinum album bro. no
3: way Word life basic thugonomics. <laughs> that song was so fire when it dropped dude
2: so so uh yeah, yeah that, okay. that's him right now i just now. wanted to get a visual yeah, yeah, okay now i like, get it so he he passed away and i met him at wally mania last year really cool wow. dude man and he was so genuine bro because like who the fuck am i i'm just the bigger like, one right yeah yeah okay. i'm just some. he's from they're both from brooklyn oh wow um i'm just like some random ass dude i was like yo man i'm, I'm a, I, I used to love your work and shit you know like as i've gotten older i appreciate people's crafts more and i was just like yo man uh, like big fan and whatever and i was like yeah, i respect your grind because like wrestlers very underrated thing about them dude they travel like 280 days on the a road 24/7, they're on, yeah. they're on the, the road so we just started talking and like he genuinely you could tell when someone really don't give a fuck what you gotta say mm-hmm. and then there's times where like people are really interested people want to hear that yeah and yo we were we were chopping it up for like 12 to 15 minutes he passed away back in like oh fuck everything's a blur but april or may it was during covid he got caught in a tide trying to save his son on a boat i remember i remember hearing and like then that. uh they did a GoFundMe for him, and, and somebody donated forty thousand dollars to it, and it said CT Cena, the CTC, and everyone's like, "Yo, that's just dope. like that's so," because because Cena's mad, yo, you know John Cena's done the most Make a Wish uh, wishes of anybody in history.
3: I could have sworn that I saw that somewhere, and then wasn't the Rock like a close second? Or no? Am I am I making that up? I don't know, cause I I, I think I saw that somewhere. But yeah, that's impressive. Man. Yeah, he's that's done. Awesome. He's done
2: the most wishes for the Make a Wish. That's such a
3: dope foundation too. The whole concept behind yeah. that, I love that. Yeah. it's so cool.
2: So Shad Gaspar passed away in in the boat incident, and then yeah, Naya Rivera just passed away a couple of days ago. They announced it, and yo, you know her. I was telling you this. Her brother. Was, Played, a really was a really good tight end for the player, Raiders. Right. There's that famous video of her just like flipping off the crowd, like "What bitch, what bitch," because yeah. he had scored a game-winning touchdown or something. Because yep. he was on the team. 2015 20 the one raider year where like they went like 12 and 4 remember mm-hmm. Carr got hurt and yep. kind of fucked them up yeah broke his leg against the colts like later on in the year At the end of the season i do remember and that. they were they were a threat man and they he was the tight end for that team so and, and and she just she just passed too that's sad what happened to her yeah
3: they got conspiracies out there saying that like It was like a suicide attempt. Well, she committed suicide, and then she went to go bring her son to do it with her, and then she like chickened out the last second.
2: Oh wow! You're into conspiracies.
3: So so, I like to look at both ends of the Mm. of the of the spectrum. I don't really like to like.
2: You into like sports conspiracies? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which one is like the biggest one you believe in?
3: Well, I actually was looking up the—I um, don't remember what year it was, but when Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl, the World Series was fixed with Shoeless Joe Jackson. I'm
2: not sure if you're too familiar with that. You're one. You're talking about back in like way the, back, yeah, the, the White Sox, the White Sox, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, well, that—that's not really a conspiracy. That was like a known. That was a known, That's a known thing. Conspiracy. Right. I mean, like it's like the frozen envelope. Patrick Ewing did the Knicks get him because oh, of the frozen yeah. envelope? Yeah, you know. So
3: in ter- in terms of that, um, I don't know. I don't really know. Because I, I always feel about it because Go
2: ahead. I always hear you always hear, like, especially with the NBA, right? And we're about to get into NBA breakdown right now with with everything going on in the bumble and bumble, uh, bubble. Bumble. I've been on bumble, crazy young swipe <laughs> boys. But wow. with with the bubble. And there's always like I feel like the NBA has mad conspiracies like, oh, you know, they they want these two teams in the finals for ratings. It's like, well, that's not really true because The NBA was the first sport, I feel like, where they adapted to social media better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, you're allowed to share NBA stuff and not get copyrights and whatnot. Adam Silver was very – he's very ahead of his time. He's probably the most popular commissioner out there because he's very, like, cultured. He's very, like – I hate saying woke because that gets thrown around, like, way too much. But he's very He's like, aware of what's going on. A, though. Yeah, yeah 100%. he has a lot of self-awareness. Um, and he's very Current popular. events. Yeah. He's hes big on the betting. He was yeah. the first one that came out. I was like, yep, yo, the yep. reason why the NFL is so big is like, let's not be naive or ignorant about it. It's because mm-hmm. motherfuckers are betting in the fantasy yeah. shit. So that's why I like all these teams now. Barclays Center, FanDuel on the side. Miami Heat, when I went down there. DraftKings. DraftKings everywhere yep. and shit. So they... They adapted that.
3: Bang Bros Arena. Bang Bros Arena. <laughs> <laughs> they need they, to make that happen.
2: What, Bang Bros Arena?
3: Yeah, it's probably not going to, though. I don't think they would let that they, rock. The, a lot of money, though. They offered them a lot of money for that, didn't they? they, they what did they say? I
2: think it was... I think it might have been Pornhub.
3: No, it was... It was. I'm pretty sure it was Bang Bros. Bang Bros? Bros? Yeah.
2: and Bang Bros got money like that? I don't know. Shots to Bang Bros, man. <laughs> Dude, oh, Adam Silver. Adam Silver was... He's very like now, like he's in the mm-hmm. 2020, right? Progressive, progressive I think is the word, is yes, the word to yes. use. Yeah. Thank you for saving very me there. Progressive. So like when you hear all that stuff, the NBA is the first league where, especially now with social media, the idea of for you to be a megastar, you got to be in New York. You got to be in Chicago. you got to. That's not true, bro. If you look back two years ago, I remember I did this because I brought it up on the podcast. The idea of small markets, it doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. in this sense where – Seven of the 10 most selling jerseys, the highest selling jerseys in the NBA, seven of the 10 did not feature LA, Miami, Chicago, or New York. It was like the San Antonio, Milwaukee, yeah, Milwaukee. Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's not exactly big markets, right? New Orleans. Yeah. So... It just goes to show you that social media, the way they adapt to everything in the NBA, they've been so progressive, like you said. Mm -hmm. And the idea of them wanting certain teams in the finals for ratings, like, bro, Toronto was in the finals last year.
3: The whole thing with that, though, is I said this, too, when the Rangers played the Kings in the Cup a couple years ago. Yeah, It's like that's a dream for any professional sports organization like or any of the leagues for the east coast to play the west coast yeah because all fans will be interested. well and especially like so like toronto that, being on the east coast playing golden state on the west coast
2: right but also also from the perspective of la versus new york is something right. like the last couple of years i know baseball has been they want that dodgers yankees world they series want so bad. so bad yeah so bad because it's it's iconic franchises, number one. Number two, it's the East Coast, West Coast, New York, LA, the two biggest markets in the country. Right. The last time the
3: Dodgers were in town, I actually went to Yankee Stadium and watched. And the age group, they had like older men like in their sixties, seventies, eighties with Brooklyn Dodger jerseys on mm. coming to the ballpark. It was packed. Of course, three days they played, all sold out. But just you could see the diversity in the in the different age groups there to watch that game it, it, it's interesting because you get all different ages and all different types of interests because you got the older guys that were fans when the Dodgers did play in New York yeah. when they were the Brooklyn Dodgers and then you got your west coast fans that fly across to New York to watch the Dodgers play in Yankee Stadium cuz that only happens once every like 5 6 years it doesn't happen often yeah you know so it, it's it's interesting when stuff like that happens I know. it's like um like the interleague play remember it wasn't always the NL players. It used the to be AL. a special occasion. It was a specific two weeks in the season where yeah. they would make that happen. The Yankees would play the Mets and you know they would do all the um the interleague stuff.
2: Yeah. I was I was hoping this year, man, and it all started back in March where I traveled to Vegas for USC 248. I wanted like every month to because the show is going really well, and shout out to everyone who supports the show, listens, and tells your friends about it. Every year I like to add a new dimension to the show and i wanted to do more traveling for the show like i did for vegas i shot a vlog too like it was dope Dope, i networked a lot and it set me up for a lot of interviews that i've done since then and then of course like the whole covid shit happens and you know shit hit the fan worldwide when the nba was the first to react to it right Mm -hmm. rudy gobert i'll never forget it because it was on my birthday march 11th thunder jazz chris paul goes up to him they're like yo where rudy at they're like yo don't dap him up don't dap him up and then the doctor comes over and they're like yo he got corona and then the video went viral of him like touching all the mics and shit An idiot and so you take it as a joke like they were taking it it's as all a fun joke. and games thought, yeah. until it happens to you right, right right i say two things it's all fun and games until it happens to you and you never know how you're going to react to something until you're in that situation right if i tell you like yo here's ten thousand I'll give you ten thousand dollars to eat dog shit. You'd be like, nah, fuck that, bro. I ain't doing it. Dude. But if I had ten thousand dollars stacked in front of you, and I'm like, yeah, yo, it's yours. You, you might be a little, I, little yeah. bit more inclined. I'm not I saying still you're ain't gonna doing do that it. shit. But, I know, I'd but, be a little more enticed but, though. But, yeah, but the yeah, of concept course, right. of it is like, yo, when it's presented to you, mm-hmm. it's completely different. That's fair to say. Yeah. 100%. So now the NBA is starting to come back. They got the whole bubble set up over there, and there's a lot of fun conspiracies, a lot of uh, fun takes with everything that's Seriously. going on. Um the one thing that I find really funny is I got a friend that's that through Lucas, our guy Lucas who does the merch for me. He got some buddies that play in the league and I was able to talk to one of them. I'm going to have him on the pod soon. I don't want to spoil it until I get it. But he put me on one time I was hanging out with Lucas and he was like, "Yo, if you ever see NBA players tweet out, yo, what's good Minnesota?" Yeah. Do you know what that's for? The females in the city they send two and two bro. together yeah, traps. yeah So yeah. instead of just like of openly hitting them up right and then they have like their runners the underlying message right be like runners, yo right. i'm i'm what's his name's right hand man pull up yeah and there's actually <laughs> shit you can bet on to to see who's going to be the first uh known celebrity to get caught in the bubble which athlete it might be how you how you think that's all going to play out because it's a it's a very secluded area, what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. This bubble thing. Absolutely. You it, have to keep it that way. Yeah. So
3: you can keep an eye on everybody. And so, you know, God forbid someone does catch it, it won't. That's not, they don't want someone to catch it at all. Not someone to catch it and then be able to isolate it. That's why they're, everything's so close-knit. Right. They want to completely prevent it. Because if one of them does catch it, because everything's so enclosed, there goes the season. Which I actually think, I don't think they're going to be able to finish the season. Really? Yeah. I, I think it's going to get scrapped Some. One way or another, it's just it's just too much. Zion just left. I mean, people
2: joining the team, leaving the team, people coming, people going, people not wanting to go. Now they want to go Oladipo. Right. Oladipo was like, "Yo, I'm not going. I'm not trying to jeopardize my health." And then apparently he saw some of the practices and how it's running. He's like, and, and change your mind. I'm trying to go. Yeah. I'm-
3: and I mean, I know there's there's state of the art. They get those little rings that they're wearing, and you know they're set up to like the t to like finish out the season
2: but i I don't know i just don't see it i just don't see it i think it's so hard dude i think it's so hard to patrol that many people right it works with the ufc because the ufc shouts to jared man jared fucking did you watch the jared fight yesterday? i didn't i didn't
3: but i i threw you guys like I, josh was talking about it violated that's that, awesome he that's had a
2: awesome. he had a 10-8 round too he beat him 30 26 josh was, told me to just beat the shit yeah, out of the guy. Yeah, he good. just like pummeled him good it, that that's jared finally fought at 145 also josh told me about the whole corner because you know i'm a casual ufc yeah, fan yeah. but that
3: whole situation and then the announcer for espn
2: Felder, Being Paul in his Felder, corner, yeah. he's a top contender in 155, they're best friends. We know like, Paul, we know Paul Felder through CFFC. CFFC is the big promotion. They're probably like the third biggest promotion in the United States behind UFC and Bellator. They've mm-hmm. had a lot of guys from CFFC go on to fight in the UFC. It's like a I don't want to call it the minor leagues, but it's kind of like it's a it's a feeder system. To the UFC. They're on UFC Fight Pass also. Similar to G League and NBA? Or no, that wouldn't be fair to say. No, because if you're a G League dude, you have like an NBA contract kind of.
3: Not necessarily true.
2: You have the two-way deals. Certain players. Not everyone gets that. That's right. Not everyone gets that deal. But you do get... Aren't You have like exclusive... Like if if I'm a second-round draft picker, I'm an undrafted guy by the Knicks and I go play in Westchester... Kinda I'm not exactly an NBA player. Right. You're right. You're on a separate salary. Right. From like I can't tell people like, yo, I'm I'm in the NBA. But like I'm that close to it. (laughs) Right. So I would, I don't know. I don't know if I I would have to look into it more. I don't think because there's not like a thing where if I win seven, eight fights in a row in CFFC, I'm going to get a UFC contract. It's not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. There's some guys that are just journeymen that like being on the regional scene. They Mm -hmm. don't want to test themselves. They just kind of are content. There's a lot of people that way. So Paul Felder, he actually left the UFC, gave him permission to leave the commentary booth and go in corner. Jared jared had his whole corner test positive he got um, a false positive yeah i remember that and he's like yo i was gonna fight anyway and and there,
3: something just had happened didn't someone pass so i was reading something one of someone something happened to someone in his family or something like that no well
2: he mentioned in the post fight he's like yo miscarriage. i the miscarriage yes with, yes with, yes with yes yes lady, so i can imagine what he was going man. through." yeah and like mentally to, to put on that well that, that dude's been through a yeah. lot bro if you one of our biggest and, and craziest episodes is when we've we had him on twice and like dude, his story is it's out of control you guys That's should definitely go into the archives inspirational stuff yeah yeah 100%. so going back to that with the UFC it works because it's the fighter it's his 3-4 coaches and it's his agent manager let's just say 6 people at most bro in the NBA it's a 15 man roster coaching staff let's go another 10 mm-hmm. um let's go training staff general managers another 15 before you know it, you got 40 to 50 people you got to patrol that's a lot bro yeah in the ufc they're setting them up in suites like yo jared this is your suite we're your team you're chilling over there yeah uh usman this is your team this is your suite you're chilling over there it's it's easier that way yeah you can't put a whole fucking nba team in a suite
3: did you see the video with JR when they dropped the food off?
2: Yeah. And everyone's like
3: in their own room and they're all isolated. Yeah. yeah, but now it takes a whole team to fill up that whole floor of the hotel. So to what you're saying, yeah, it's not easy because now you got one team taking up the whole floor, but they're not as isolated as you were saying with the UFC player uh UFC fighters.
2: It's just it's just easier to patrol. Right. Like if you're the UFC you're the organization, you can like send one guy out to like what well, mm-hmm. we're we're this, there's so many different factors. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you, man. I'm a little worried. I would, I mean, I think just as a society, we need sports back. Yeah. Sports are sports and work. I think during the COVID stuff has really shown people how valuable it really is. Because mm-hmm. even though work might suck for a lot it of folks, keeps you occupied. It keeps you occupied. It keeps you distracted. In the same shit with sports. Now you bring up a good point because I think what Patrick Beverly had said a couple weeks ago, like, yo, if King James is hooping, we hooping. Yeah. And now with LeBron, LeBron's I think, not eating that school that school food bullshit either. Nah, way. nah, come on. He's having
3: filet he mignon. Caviar, yeah, yeah come he, on. You think he's eating that wax and if, shit? and if you think he's sleeping in one of those hotel
2: beds, you're out of your mind too. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> he's, he a billion dollar athlete. Yeah.
3: You're bugging if you think that.
2: Yo, I think with with LeBron, and I'm fascinated by the Lakers, obviously. They're one of the favorites. But I think, they lose Avery badly. He's not showing up. How mm-hmm. do you feel about Avery badly not playing? If you were, if you were his teammate, would you, do you understand where he's coming from, or would you?
3: Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I I don't know his reasoning. His reasoning was just he didn't want to put himself in that. In in well,
2: he has he has a younger uh, younger kid also. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to put and oh, man, I hate saying stuff like that, but I think his his kid might have something okay and it's like it's like with roman reigns roman reigns hasn't been he hasn't been seen since all this shit went down because you know this guy was was battling like he disappeared from wrestling for like six months because he had a disease and he had he had a sickness and he had to stay away and people that have diseases or sicknesses they're more susceptible to corona and everybody was like yo i'm not trying to jeopardize anyone right now and he's a big part of their rotation he was going to be a guy where this is how i always measure it bro when I look at like uh, who could win a title, who could like, make a run or whatever, and one of the reasons why I was high on the Blazers going into the playoffs last year was because who's your crunch time? Ninety-five, ninety is game four. You're down 2-1. There's four minutes left. Who's the five out there? For the Blazers? I'm saying, like, well, I'm talking about last year. I like the five that they would put out. Yeah. But I'm saying just, just in general, and I think going back to Avery Bradley, I think he would have been a guy... Potentially 100, because he's a really good defender, and also because, like, yo, he's been in big games. Yeah, Mm -hmm. how many guys have you seen, bro, watching sports just in general across the board? Where when the moment get too big, yo, that happened to Giannis last year too. Yeah, he was hiding in
3: the corner, patching the ball
2: up. Yeah, yeah. he didn't have the killer instinct, definitely not. So that's how I I think everybody. That was was the difference in that series. It was Kawhi, of course, because Kawhi was like, "Yo, give me that shit." Exactly. And
3: Giannis was. So how you feel about him. Avery Bradley sitting out? I mean, you got to understand where he's coming from, especially when family's involved. It's obviously important, and um, he's looking at his his kid's future. Yeah, you know he he's made a boatload of money in the NBA already. He's worried about his kid's future. He wants his kid to be safe. You definitely have to understand where he's coming from, and I'm sure LeBron does. At the end of the day, if LeBron's cool with it, everyone's got to be cool with it. That's true. So, and I'm pretty sure he probably was texting LeBron. I'm not that I would know this. Like personally, but nah, but just he, all the years that you're that's you've the heard team the captain, stories, that's yeah. the team captain. You reach out to Braun and he's probably like, Yo, I got this. He's like, Yo, bro, he's like, That's family, you don't even think twice about something like that. Yeah, I'm sure you know, he gave him some good feedback and he wished him well. And look at the bright side, he got to pick up J.R. Smith.
2: Is it a bright side? (laughs) It's a bright side. Nah, yeah. I mean, well, that's another guy who's battle tested too. For as much as we like to poke fun at Jr., I was
3: just gonna say that wasn't. If George Hill makes that free throw, Jr. Smith's not put in that predicament. So you know, if we're really gonna talk and point fingers, make your you know, count your pennies.
2: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. And there's no place better to start than our exclusive partners bet online get in on the action for this week's big UFC fight or check out odds on NASCAR Formula One and the Premier League can't wait for your favorite team to come back bet online has futures including win totals division winners and even league championships or check out daily simulations of Madden and NBA 2k to watch and wager on visit betonline.ag and use promo code blue wire to receive your new welcome bonus that's promo code blue wire bet online, you're online wagering experts. <laughs> Remember when Andrew Luck retired like 10 days before the season started? That was crazy. It, the whole thing with that
3: was the timing. It was the timing. It was the and timing. You know,
2: you know what? I i forgot who it was, but there was the the whole consensus was like, shout out to him for stepping away, taking care of his physical being, his mental health. I think there was one guy that was just like... He didn't even say anything bad, bro. He was just like, yo, kind of a dick move to retire two weeks before the, the, the season starts, and you put your team in a rough spot, and the right. guy got fucking canceled, basically. Yeah. People were outraged by it. And and there was one player on the Colts who was like, yo, I feel him, but you also got to understand that we're putting our bodies on the line, too, and that's 100%. our leader. And yo, bro, I was talking about this with Alan on the episode that's going to come out next week. I had picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. So when that shit happened, I had 10 days until the NFL preview show. I had to go back, and I scrapped all my notes because I had the Colts beating the Seahawks, or I had the Colts beating this team. And it's like, well, now I got to give them a win. And before you know it, it's like they used my MVP. So
3: the Colts helped me out a great deal last year when they took out the Chiefs on that uh, primetime game.
2: Yeah. And I didn't take them to the suicide pool.
3: The suicide pool. I didn't take the Chiefs that week because I had everyone took them, and usually there's always that one trap game. Yep. I never know what it is, but I always try to go against the grain. And literally, like three quarters of the suicide pool got taken out with that with that loss.
2: Well, there's always there's always the suicide pool that you play in. Is it one that shows you the percentages of people that have picked a certain game?
3: So it's a spreadsheet, and my cousin will text. You got to text my cousin your pick, and then he fills it in on the spreadsheet, so mm. you could kind of see up until, I guess. It doesn't lock though, so like, say I forget to submit my pick at one for the one p.m. games, I could submit a four p.m. game, yeah, yeah. Sunday night game, and then if say I forget, and then Monday night I have to pick one of the two teams. So it's not like a lock system; it's kind of like, kind of like a like
2: if you were to bet regularly, right? Exactly,
3: exactly. So no, doesn't it's not done like professionally. It's on an Excel sheet and it's done like that, but it's fun interesting
2: yeah there's always you could always tell like the most popular teams that people pick is always the highest point spread that's a big indicator like a team's a 15 point favorite they just need to win outright a lot of people are going to be on them right um i always do my whole strategy is always i always have two boxes whenever i do do the same thing and one i'm very safe Mm -hmm. one i'm just surviving in advance the other one i get wild yeah like i'll take i'll take like jets bills last year i'll take the bills yeah week one it's like all right i'm probably not gonna take buffalo again and then i want to save the chiefs and the ravens for later on week
3: one i took the lions in arizona because it was Kyler murray's first game and they tied and they tied and i asked my cousin he texts me he's like yo you tied i'm like am i out he goes not in my pool he goes the ties a win so and that was the pick the one box that i won with i tied week one got rid of the lions the lions were awful last year yeah and i escaped and i wound up winning with that box which was wild because if i lost week one i'd have been livid and then week two the 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 bucks back the saints you remember that and that was so those were the two big wins that
2: eliminated everybody it was the saints losing
3: at home and then the chiefs losing at home
2: that's right i remember the one year the vikings lost by like two touchdowns to buffalo it I remember that, Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen were like 18-point He had
3: like over 100 rushing yards. Yeah, he was going crazy. I remember yeah, that. Yeah,
2: yeah I want to go back to the bubble. I do too. What do you think? Is there is there something you're looking for for a team to be good in this bubble? Uh, and what I mean by that is, yeah, we haven't seen these guys in like four months. There was a report right. came out that Chris Middleton hasn't touched the basketball in all this time. And it's like, you know, the first thing I did was I, I tweeted at Giannis, like, "Yo, what's up, bro?
0: Come <laughs> <Like, laughs> to New York? Come Yeah, over there. yeah over that's
2: that's crazy. Because, yo, I think this is a very big year for Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee, everyone, that I've, as well, but everyone that I've spoken to, they'd be shocked if Milwaukee is not representing the East. Really? Yeah,
3: I find that very hard. Whereas,
2: like, the West is. Bro, you you don't
3: feel the same way about Philadelphia, though? They got better. They picked up Al Horford. They picked up uh, Tobias Harris.
2: Here's the thing about Uh, Philly.
3: They're so deep. It's like.
2: I think think the issue with Philly is two things. I think their two best players don't get along,
3: Simmons and Embiid. Yeah. Okay.
2: I think them two don't play well together. Fair. And Simmons can't shoot. And Simmons can't shoot. But yeah. that's like that's like a known thing.
3: But in terms of like them not being able to get over the hump, if they if they can't win and get into the finals this year, they're going to break the team up because everyone's like a one year deal here, there. Are you going to keep Simmons? Are you going to keep Embiid? Because obviously, like how you were saying, if they two can't get along, right. you got to pick one of them. I don't know. I, I feel the same way about Philadelphia, and I think Philadelphia has just as as much of a right to be. In the finals, as the Bucks do to like represent the East, I and mean, I know the Bucks are probably the, the the favorite. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But I think the Sixers would be right there with them. I don't know, man. There's something else I don't like the coach. Yeah, the coach kind of scares me in Philadelphia. I was really high on Miami. I yeah. loved Miami. They were playing really well. I think COVID hurt them the most. They were rolling. COVID hurt them the most. Also for the fact that with Miami, we talk about this a lot. Oh, the, the home, home court the advantage. Home court, the that's flu. a big. That's a very very big thing. That's a real thing too. They mm-hmm. cover they cover about seventy percent of their games in the playoffs, in the history of Miami. That's far. And yo, look like it's one thing I was talking about with the, the episode coming out on Monday with uh, shouts to my guy Raider Cody does a big Oakland Raider podcast. Well, Vegas Raider podcast, and we were touching. Uh, touching the topic of yo if the raiders could go like six and two at home even if there's no fans mm-hmm. these these road teams are coming into vegas on friday they're gonna be there friday night saturday night they're not and vegas their-
3: is open to gamble too yeah so even though there's no fans or anything like that it, it, there's still like uh, extracurriculars you can get exactly, into
2: exactly so i think miami definitely got hurt I'd, I'd agree with you on that
3: does that work with the dolphins as well like going down to South Beach and playing in Hard Rock Stadium and playing the Dolphins? Is, it, is that?
2: It, it works in the sense of new, Tom Brady is, I think, either 500 or below 500 playing in Miami. Because the Dolphins have his number. They do. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. And, you know, the Dolphins rewrote the course of NFL history last year. Yeah. They go on and win in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Talking about big favorites. They were like a 14-point underdog. Yep. Fitzpatrick going off there. And before you know it, the Chiefs have a bye week. New England gotta play the next week. Something I think New England's only played like five times in the Brady Era wild card weekend, yeah. which is crazy. So with with Miami, it's not so much the Dolphins that it, it works for them. Um I also think it's it's a little bit different with, with football and basketball. Um just because it's you know, there's a lot of times they say about football players how since they wear a helmet, they're not as marketable as NBA guys. NBA guys, you see their face, mm-hmm. so if you see a dude, and also like their heights too, right? Right, like you could see, you see someone six eight, you're just like, oh, it's, it just stops you right away. You're like, yo, is he? Mm-hmm. Who is he? Who is he? Right. right, 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 right. Whereas like football players, they're not all that yeah. that big. It's just like, oh, it's just some uh, other. Have you seen a lot li- I've never dude. seen
3: a lineman in person, but I can imagine it looks like a, a two door refrigerator. I saw. You know, know what I
2: saw? I saw. um, oh, Fuck. Remember the guy who Albert Hainsworth stomped on his head? Yes. It was on the t- Titans, I think. No, Hainsworth was on the Titans. That guy, I'm blanking out his name. He was at Wet Willie's in Miami one time. And I recognized him. And I was with Tim, Tim and Johnny. I was like, "Yo, bro, that's that dude that got stomped out by Albert Ainsley. And they're like, "How do you Please know that?" Please don't tell me you went up nah, to him and Nah, I didn't that's go up to him like him. that, bro. I just, I just You're fronted. I was out. like, I was hammered. I was just yeah. like, "Yo, bro, I'm a big fan." I mentioned like the college he went to. Okay, okay. He's like, "Oh, that's so what's then, up, he man. Love, yeah, then he if showed love, yeah. If you shout love. out his college for sure." But like with linemen, like Tim was even telling me, he's like, "Yo, bro," he's like, "I never would have recognized him." Like, really? Yeah, because like linemen aren't like oh, if you see Odell, you know Odell. You see Cam, you see, you see Julio. these are these are these are the top yeah, faces of the know, game. The quarterbacks, right, right, right. right. The not, position players usually. Bro, I don't know what fucking uh, Jalapio, the center of the Giants, looks like. Right. I'm. I'm. I was talking about in terms of size, but if you're
3: saying you've seen a lineman and you didn't recognize him for his size, then like, cause I'm imagine looking at uh, Michael Orr. Remember the guy yeah, from the yeah. Blind Side. Like, you see pictures of him. The guy's a monster. He's, like, almost seven feet tall, big bone, you know? Like, yeah. someone like that, you're like, oh, shit, like, looks like Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, But I guess
2: not all linemen are, like, built that... So that size w- with the with the Dolphins, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's it's that big of a factor. But also, like Miami has been good for the majority of our lifetime. Like us as sports fans, Miami has been like they had Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. then they had the whole the Heat thing. But even before then, they had like Heatles. Yeah, they had a uh, Hardaway. They had Morning way back in the day when they would beef with the Heat. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but when they would beef with the, the Knicks. Knicks, you know, we would see that. So like they've always been a successful team, and their Absolutely. ownership is good. Pat Riley's been there. So and then like Miami's kind of been a dumpster fire for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not it's not as applicable that Miami flew, but there's just a lot of distractions in Miami. I think the Heat are a team that definitely got hurt by this. What other team do you think has gotten hurt by this? You mentioned Philly, mentioned Miami, um, Boston.
3: I think was rolling and playing well. I think they'll still be there because I love their coach Brad Stevens. So yo,
2: that's a team that if I could pick someone to from like. An odds perspective. It put some money on. Uh, uh. I don't want to call him a dark horse because definitely not. They're not like a dark. They could
3: surprise though. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in the finals
2: either. Honestly, like yo, Tatum was playing really. He well. really was. Tatum like Kemba. Was, Kemba was catching his stride too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um. thing. The thing that worries me about Kemba is I, I read. I read some reports that his knees still hurt. It's like, bro, if your knees still hurting, yeah, with three months off, like maybe that's why Charlotte didn't want to give you the Supermax. Fair. But maybe they know something we don't, because that's the same shit that happened with Amari Sodemeyer. Remember Amari? Mm-hmm. The Suns were like, peace. They didn't even bother trying to give him a contract. Yeah, and then the Knicks were the Knicks, The Knicks were in a fucked up situation. He turned
3: out to be okay for the Knicks though
2: until he got hurt. Yeah, and then his body just fell apart. He mm-hmm. was fantastic, bro. He was. A, he was. But the, those
3: years with the Knicks, I'm saying, like if if, I mean, I mean, he played with Melo, and I feel like they could have got some more help around them. But they could have easily went to the finals. I mean, I know, granted, they had LeBron and the Heat coming out of yeah. the East. But I'm saying, like, he, he still had a couple good years left in him.
2: Well, the one the one thing, selfishly, I wish we could have saw was a Heat-Knicks conference finals. That would have been nice. And that would have been it if it wasn't for the Roy Hibbert. The one the one year and a half of Roy Hibbert. Melo they...
3: and Shumpert were the only two to show up to that Game 7 in Indiana. Yeah. Nobody else showed up. And shout out to you. Not shout out to you. You... Number one on the list, underappreciated and mellow.
2: I did. He was here. I, I've come around. I've come around. I uh, I think the one thing that has changed the most, and I talk about this all the time because I can't emphasize how big of a point this is. As I've gotten older, the one thing that's changed with me the most is understanding how hard it is to win. Especially here in New York. But just, yeah,
3: especially in New to York. To win, yeah. But in New York, it's a whole nother yeah. beast. whole nother beast. You, and, you have to be a certain special type of person to come and take criticism right exactly but to take criticism every single day it's not like when you have a bad game it's you have a good game and they'll find something negative to bring up or you know it, it's it's wild it's it's really crazy it, it'll take a toll on you i can imagine like mentally as well
2: yeah i was i was a big mellow hater but then when you look at it after he leaves and you see how bad it got it got even worse after he leaves yeah but then you start to realize how I think he had 53 starting five combinations in his Knicks run. He had like six coaches, and before you know it, it's like, damn, how they're unwatchable now. Yeah. Imagine how much worse it would have been with Melo. Yeah. So yeah, I think Melo is severely underappreciated still by a lot of people because mm-hmm. people are—he's a very polarizing player. Yeah, Carmelo, yo, he's a superstar. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Portland can make noise?
3: I do. So I was actually wrote something down. I was gonna say Oh, you got notes, though? Yeah, i okay. couple notes. So all right. The Pelicans and my if I if you were to give me a thousand dollars to make a bet for the eighth seed in the West, I would go with the Pelicans. I was looking at their remaining schedule. Ready? They play the Kings twice, the Magic, the Spurs, Wizards, Grizzlies, Jazz, and the Clippers. Six out of those eight teams are below
2: five hundred. You named one and a half good teams. In right. You yeah. were right. The well, Jazz and like, the Clippers. Yeah, and also, uh, no one's playing for Washington. Exactly. Um, it's it's, it's essentially Fox, a G League team. The, the Aaron Fox is hurt.
3: Right. My only concern is Zion just left. But, I mean, they still got Ingram. They still got Zoe. They still got Redick and all those boys. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll be able to get that. So, if I were a betting man in terms of, like, favorites and playing that game, obviously, if you look at it. The Pelicans would be, but in my heart, I was telling you because you're like, oh, what are you looking for? For some reason, so I've been watching like clips of the Blazers, like Lillard's thing after practice with McCollum and Mello, Mello slimmed down again. Yeah, yeah. They're on a mission, and also they they're getting Nurk back too. Yes. That's, they're on a mission, and if I my gut is telling me, the Blazers. My mind, obviously, if you're being smart, you're playing the odds game. Like I said, you look at the schedule. The Pelicans are the favorite, but it, I full-heartedly believe that it's the Blazers, and I'm cheering for them too. Yeah. But I, I see something with the Blazers that I think that they're going to get that spot. I really do. I think you're going to see Lillard. You're going to see McCullough, Mello. Everyone's going to be I think you're
2: going to see them. They're going to play, and they're going to do their thing. Yo, it's important to remind people. They got swept last year by the, the Warriors. But it was the first time in NBA history that in all four games, they had a 15-point lead in every single one of them in the second half. And then just Golden State did what they do. Yeah. But I've I've always liked this Blazer team. Maybe because I'm such a – Damian Lillard is my favorite player in the league. And there's just something about them. They're battle-tested. They've been there, done that. And I also think that from a a fan perspective, I, I get Zion. I get Zion. But like, yo, the Blazers and the Lakers round one. I'm not saying they That'd would be beat nice. the Lakers, but who's gonna who's gonna stop that backcourt? Right. I know LeBron. LeBron and I'm telling you right now, AD captain slot. Yeah. Every yeah. Every, every night. Yeah, by oh AD yeah. DFS. Yeah. Because yo, that the one year that they played the Blazers when he was on the Pelicans and they were a six seed, the Pelicans were a six seed and they they beat the Blazers. Right. I remember they that. swept them. Yep. yep yo, yep. AD was going like 40 and 20 every yeah. game. She just couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. But that pace, yeah, he loves that pace too. Zach get Collins, Nurkic, Melo, and the backcourt in yeah. Portland. I told we talk about the 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 crunch time five. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad that's not a bad five to did, throw out there, man. Did you have a nice I, team? I, I do think that will be a very. It won't be your traditional one eight series. Me personally, I want to see Blazers Lakers round one.
3: I I think that could be like a round two,
2: maybe like. Well, the, the thing is, is they can't catch. Right. They have to get into eight, right, so, right,
3: right, right. You right, know? right. So, but I would love right, fair. But in terms of like roster, and, and like I was telling you too last time, basketball, that's the beauty of basketball, is usually the best team always wins. It's not like football where it's one game and like it could be the hot team. It's not necessarily the best team, it's the hotter team. Yeah, like yeah. The two years the Giants won the Super Bowls, they weren't the best team, they were the hottest team. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Like in terms yeah. of like roster talent.
2: And also, healthiest.
3: Exactly. You get healthy at the right time, right, you catch right, your right, stride, right, right, right. and boom. Absolutely. Like it just, it's, it's sure. a whole bunch yeah. of things. So basketball usually the best team wins, right? So and it also comes down to matchups. Mm-hmm. Who matches up best with what team, just like that year that you just mentioned. The Pelicans were the sixth seed, the Blazers were the two or vice versa, was it the other way around?
2: Three six. They were the three six. Right. It was real, an upset. It was an upset because the the Blazers were
3: the three seed. Because of the matchups. Yeah. Like AD's a matchup nightmare. Mm-hmm. So you get these matchups sometimes and it's all it comes down to adjustments, coaching, um, health players being healthy. So right. in basketball it comes down to matchups and Blazers are a matchup nightmare. Yeah, uh, they lack defense now. The Lakers, right, with no Bradley, you bring J.R. Smith. He's he's not a he's not a slouch, but he's known for his shooting. He's more of a, a shooter. Right. Um, a Lillard, McCollum. If you get Nurkic back. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's a matchup nightmare, bro. It One is. through five, and they, then have, they, they have depth of, on the bench too. They have
2: a lot of weapons, man. They have a lot of weapons, and I, I think that backcourt will be going for seventy-five every night. Yeah, and now they're talking about Zion is planning to
3: come back, but when he had a family emergency, he had to, he had to attend to. He did have to leave, and, and then, so what's the timetable right. on that? Is he going to come back before the season? Is he, you know, does he have to get tested and then wait three days? Like, Ooh. what if he comes back, he gets tested, and he's positive? Like now he's got to wait.
2: Like how how is that going to work? That's so that's so important because i don't know i don't know all the details about it because like russ and harden tested positive and they're already back. harden's already back and, with they're, the and they're back but like what happens if what's the what's the guidelines right i heard right, some players right. talk about this from the nfl like i think it was philip Rivers. he said yo what happens if we go to the super bowl and i test positive for covid mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me that i'm not gonna be able to play in the super bowl it's like, i've waited 17 years for this yeah and it's like telling you right now there's gonna be mad shit in fantasy this year if there's football oh yeah your first round pick is get ruled out saturday morning because of Florida. covid and then before yeah. you know it he misses two weeks
3: i just hope there's football bro for Fanduel. we
2: got we gotta <laughs> yeah, take out a big yeah. one this year me you, well, and danny me, i think the
3: boys bring one home for the boys
2: yo football is gonna be i can't wait you heard what they want to do with the oakley the visors yeah i
3: saw i saw like a, um it was like a diagram like a a, a blueprint of like mm. what the helmet would look like with that it looks like a a halo helmet
2: well it's it's gonna be the regular helmet but the visor is just gonna extend all the way down right right right. but that's the most non-social distant sport there is yeah whereas every like i find it hard to believe that baseball can't function Yeah. the closest you get to someone on the baseball field is batter catcher batter catcher umpire and and then if you're on first base and the guy holds you yeah. Outside of that, you're not really, you're mad social. You've yeah. been social distancing. And the coaches can wear masks. You coaches know. can wear masks in the dugout. You could set it up where it's like, yo, you know, don't. Mm-hmm. But at that point, the other thing I also don't understand is if all these guys have been tested. Like, I, I think the funniest thing is when fighters at the weigh-in are wearing <laughs> gloves and masks. I was cutting Jared's ass. I was like, bro, why you wear that? shit? So tomorrow you'll be sweating and bleeding and yeah, bleeding on them. He's like, bro. yo, we just got to. It's precaution. But with, with with the NBA and with baseball and, and all these sports leagues, I think these guys are gonna be tested. Why do they need to wear the mask when they're playing? Like okay. why is it the NFL players why do they need those visors? Yeah. I know it's an extra step, but what I'm what I'm thinking is if you're gonna be testing these guys like yo, Jared took five corona tests in nine days. <sighs> That's why the US That's not able-
3: overkill though? That's not like an overboard.
2: Well, dude, it's just the disease is so easily transmittable. Mm-hmm. And there's still so much unknown, bro.
3: That's also true.
2: This thing, five five tests in nine days. Like, okay, all right, maybe after the weigh-in, yeah. So you do doing... The, the, the fighter schedule is... First, they went to Vegas. They take a test. And did his nose hurt after those five
3: tests? They uh, they stick that thing so far up your nose. I saw I didn't get it. Have you got tested? No, no, no? I never
2: got tested. Neither have I. No.
3: That's I just, the huge thing too. Like nah, I'm not a doctor, but like they say because Daddy works in the ER.
2: Yeah, thanks for telling me that you're not a doctor, I, by <laughs> the way. No, but I'm saying people <laughs> nah, are like, Oh, I how how can he say that? I My mean, aunt works
3: in an emergency room, so she knows. Right, right, right. And she tells me all the time. She's like, The big the big thing that people get misconstrued with is if you have symptoms, people rush to the ER. The emergency room can't do anything for you. Mm. And if you rush to go get a test, if you have symptoms, what does that do for you? Okay, you have COVID. You stay home and keep yourself isolated. The only reason you should be going to the ER is if you can't breathe or if you got like an uncontrollable fever. Even if you have a fever and you have symptoms, you you pop a Tylenol and you stay home and you keep isolated until the fever goes down. There's really nothing that people in the ER can do for you. You, All you're doing at that point is spreading spreading it and bringing it to other people.
2: That's what happened with me, dude. When I came back from Vegas, I could have swore I had corona. Yeah. I had a bad cough. Didn't have a fever. Mm-hmm. I felt fatigued, but that's been me for six years now with my schedule. So yeah. that I didn't make n- nothing of that. Right. But I remember I had a crazy, like, dr- like heavy cough, like a smoker cough. Oh. And then all I did was I just stayed home for, like, a week. There you go. And then that was it. So yeah. I, never, I never went to go get tested just because... I feel like yo, there's other people out there that have these symptoms, and I I don't want to go and waste it. Right, that's just me. Like I've or or say or say it's just a coincidence. Maybe you have a bad cough, and
3: now you go and get tested and get the disease because you were in a room full of those people that have it. Yeah, you know, you're putting yourself at risk and other people and potentially spreading it. So when she told me that, I'm like,
2: wow, like that's like opened my eyes. Like I was like, you're absolutely right. Like I wanna I wanna end with this one. What do you think of this idea? One team that I think is very interesting is Toronto. Not only because of the defending champs, I follow a lot of athletes on social media. Their guys are mad quiet. Like they are. They're not on social. The only one that's really on social is Serge Ibaka, but he does like a cooking show. Like mm-hmm. he does a lot of extra shit. Yeah. He's using it more for it's like promotion. Yeah. As opposed to like, yo, look at the food. Mm. I think veteran teams might do better than younger teams. Absolutely, like that's another reason why I'm a little concerned with Miami. Um, Tyler Harrell might try to sneak a couple people in there. See, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Tyler before, Harrell, All
3: NBA. Facts, 100. percent I was gonna tell you that before too about the bubble and like what you thought and like preventing athletes. Like all it takes is one of those rookies to like feel a little frisky and like invite cuz remember that that girl tweeted out yeah, already, I already got invited to the bubble. Yeah. The season's not going is not going to last. It's yeah, going to yeah, definitely yeah. get canceled. So like it, say one of them do invite a girl and sneak one in. That's all it
2: takes. Well, dude, the, uh Holmes, Richard Holmes, right?
3: R- yeah. R- R- mm-hmm. on the kings.
2: He he got in trouble because he went to go pick up his food. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like restrictions It's stuff. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but I do think like an experience—that's why I think a lot of people are on the Lakers. Obviously, they got LeBron and AD, but I think like LeBron will be like, "Yo, listen, fellas, f- fucking, you're professional athletes. Right? You can have whoever you want, but mm. not for these next two months. Yeah. Right, let's just handle business. Absolutely. Let's do our thing. Let's stay disciplined. I think Giannis is like that too. Giannis has really taken that role you in Milwaukee, it. and I know the higher ups in Milwaukee." Are like whatever he says goes because we can't afford to lose this guy. One hundred percent. So one hundred percent. That's why I think those are the two teams. And look, I'm not really going out on the limb. They're they're two of the three favorites. It's the Lakers. It's the Clippers and the Bucks. But I also think teams like Toronto, teams like teams like the Lakers, teams like Boston because of the infrastructure and Brad Stevens. Also, yeah,
3: I like Portland, man. I really do. I do too. I really like. Portland. I wish Portland. they weren't the 8th seed. Yo, it's made. It's literally made for Zion to make the playoffs yeah. his first like his first season his rookie season it's mm. it's literally like it's so easy for them they I showed you I showed you yeah. the remaining schedule and told you like it, but I just really think it's going to be Portland I really do
2: do you think they invited too many teams was it 22 teams
3: went so I was talking to the I was talking about this the other day to my boy and we were talking like in terms of like a capitalist standpoint the NBA lost out on so much money right so they're trying to get it all back, not at once, but gradually, right? They they want to salvage the season. Uh-huh. So to answer your question, yes, I think they did invite too many people, too many teams back. But they did it the right way, teams that had a chance. And they gave them the option, too. They they gave you the invite if you wanted to accept it or not. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, you're mandated. You're forced to. Exactly. Right, you're right, not right. mandated to be here. You know, it's an option for you if you feel like you could, you could, you can compete, and you know, you have a chance in the standings to, you know, get into the playoffs and make a run. You should definitely come down and compete. I Blazers, Pelicans, who else? I don't even remember all the teams off the top of my head. The rest of those teams are in the
2: playoffs. The Kings were the Kings invited. The Kings, uh, the Suns also.
3: Yeah, see, like those teams. I mean, yeah, maybe. Eh, could have did without. Yeah, but I mean, it,
2: I- it should have just been the Pelicans and the Blazers, right? From, I agree. from from a star power standpoint, from a standing standpoint. Yeah, like I agree. I, I could have done without that. You right. just
3: add more people that you got to patrol and watch over. Exactly. And are they going to do that? Uh, they said that they were going to do another bubble with the teams that weren't competing for the finals. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, is. they were going to do a smaller bubble. I don't know if it was just like fluff and they were just talking and blowing smoke or whatever. But they said that they were going to do like a smaller bubble with like the, the Warriors, the Knicks. The Cavs and like teams oh, that weren't on. involved, but I don't think it, I think it was just some nonsense on Twitter that was going. Yo, on. Yo,
2: you've heard some of the rumors of Giannis Golden going to Golden State because he tweeted locked in or something like that. Well, there was a tweet that he put that was identical to what the
3: Warriors it, tweeted like yeah. two seasons ago. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I'm not buying into that though. Well, I, I think they like Wiggins. I think when they're at full strength with Draymond, they're going to do a small ball lineup. They're going to do Curry Clay. Draymond Wiggins, and I think their fifth is going to be. Who am I leaving out? Looney, Looney. You're gonna be. A small I know he's lineup. a big, but yeah, like no, he, no, no, no. He, he's he, in the five. He, he that, you're play. absolutely right. Yeah, so that's gonna be their and five, they're, and
2: they're probably gonna have a top five pick in the draft. Yeah, so maybe you could flip that. Maybe you you get how a guy. does how
3: does Giannis fit in with that? You know, it's not like KD where KD is like.
2: You make it fit. Bro. Y-
3: yeah, you do, but you make it fit. Kd's just a different. He's just so seamless. He Kd, is, he like is. his game is just so transitionable. Where it's like Giannis is more. And he's a
2: shooter, so he fits right, our system. Right, right. I get that, but I my whole thing was. Remember when Chris Paul went with Harden to the Rockets? Yes. And everyone's first thing, like every hot take king, was like, "Well, who's gonna bring up the ball? There's you not know? enough balls on the court." Yeah. Right, right. It's like, bro, they're pros. You you figure it out. Yeah. You figure it you out. You wait your
3: whole career for an opportunity like this. And
2: you 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 have to humble yourself. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what happened. Yeah. Man, I, I, I'll stand by this. The Rockets would have won the chip if it wasn't for him getting hurt. I disagree with that, but we can agree to disagree. They were up 3-2. I I, I know what they were up. <laughs> I know what they were up. I think that was the, a devastating blow.
3: Oh, 1,000%.
2: I think psychologically they were done when that happened. Yeah. Like they won that game five, but then they saw Chris Paul was limping. And they're like, yo, it's a wrap. Yeah. And it's even like then, sh- that was blood the old, in the water almost. That was the 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 0 for twenty seven game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they ended up losing by like nine, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. It was single digits. They lost by. Granted, the game was like out of hand, and then they they the the what's the expression? The scoreboard didn't depict what the, the actual game the game was. was.
3: The Warriors last year, watching them in the finals, and what KD had happened with KD, the injury, and like how their whole team operates, and. I have so much more respect for them, especially Clay Thompson too. I forgot mm-hmm. Clay Thompson tears his ACL. I have such a newfound respect for them, and when they come back, they're still the champions. <clears throat> you know they got it. They, they had to deal with a whole bunch of injuries, so they didn't properly get to defend their title. If that makes sense, so when they're back at full strength, like I, I would be on the lookout for them a hundred percent because the way they play and the way they move the ball. All most of those guys are two way players, right? Two way basketball players. It's not like one dimensional, like the Rockets with Harden and um, all those guys. The the way they, you know, it's like take more, make more is their offense. It's Mm -hmm. not like they're where it gets into the into the playoffs and the finals, where it's like possession, half Half court court. sets. Like you got to run plays and like be, you know, fundamentally sound, play defense for twenty four seconds in the shot clock, whatever the case may be. It's more like um, team basketball. It's not like a regular season where it's like. You're just uh first one to a hundred wins the game, basically. So I think that the um the Warriors will uh you know, hopefully when they're full strength, they'll be back up there with um with the top teams in the West for sure.
2: Big ups to Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Ryan Pisner, Corey Johnson Hoops, and Derek Plaitis for your monthly contributions to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Check out next week's episode today. And a lot of other fun shit over there, my guy, young Teddy, Nick Dunbar, thanks for hopping on man lives, always bro we always a about pleasure an hour. uh where can they find you if they wanna contact you? um, Twitter's my favorite,
3: but Nick dunbar seven one eight uh all social platforms um yeah, and
2: be safe, second wave definitely coming, yeah, that's hopefully we could get some more NBA talks in the future, and I'm getting impy on in a couple of weeks. So maybe we could get you to link up, too. Sounds that, good. That'd be lit. I'll be in for that. Yeah, we got to do that sneaker thing with Dylan, too. Word. Definitely yeah, got to do that guys, sneaker. Guys, we're going to do a sneaker pod, kind of shoot the shit about that. You got that. a little
3: drip over there. You got a little, a little drip, a little
2: drip. some, little something, drip drop. The, the boxes, bro. Those boxes you put me onto. Oh, yeah, I, I got now, you. Now you're going to make me spend money on sneakers. So I have More jackpots coming. Yeah. September time. That's how I bought most of my Jordans. Really? Julio week, baby. Nice. I, I, I went to Flight Club, and I just splurged.
3: So, really quick, before we go, you know who's going to be Julio this year? I told you. Let's see how good your memory is. Who was it? I told you. Who am I? Who's the one player I'm playing every single uh, week? Odell. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, this is, I'm betting the over on all his offensive stats. He's going to have an insane year this year, I think. He's finally going to be fully healthy. He had that little hip injury that was nagging him all yeah. year last year. He's. This is the year.
2: Yeah, and another year with Baker, too. It's a big year for the Browns. And I yeah. like what they did this offseason. Mm-hmm. Adjust the offensive line. We'll cool. get to them in a little bit. Sounds good. Guys, at the Lamb Shows, where you can find me, at Veterans Minimum, where you can find everything for the show. Go to the Patreon. I just remembered this. Girlfriend Box, the drawing for July. If you guys have a plus one, you have a girlfriend, you have a wife, you have a sister, you have a side piece. I'm not one to judge. Girlfriend Box, if you enter the $10 veterans minimum tier for the month of july i'm doing the drawing next thursday and i'll air it out on patreon go head on over there and we'll catch you guys
3: next time
0: For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click slash safety, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?